The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as the potential for the discussion about topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the persons making them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. And today we're continuing our erstwhile miniseries on Finnish whiskeys. Mm. Over the course of two years, we've built episodes around several different finishes, including new charred oak, rum, port, cognac, and spoiler alert, just two weeks from now, wine. <laughs> but tonight we'll be focusing exclusively on the whiskeys from a small, relatively new, but award-winning company that has a somewhat different approach to finishing. That company's name is Infused Spirits, and their brand of whiskeys is Broken Barrel. And once again, joining us on this solicited mega-tasting is the mayor of Jackie's Crossing, mother of kittens, and newly minted event and marketing coordinator for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, Siobhan. Hey! So sit back, pour yourself a dram of your favorite Finnish spirit, and listen in while Ed introduces you to all four of the whiskeys in Broken Barrel's core lineup that we'll be tasting, enjoying, and no doubt finishing, get it, mm. ah. tonight. We will finish them. Ah. Thank you, Scott. So we have uh, four delicious samples sent to us by uh, Broken Barrel Whiskey Company. Uh, we're going to start out with a California oak, which is uh, technically a bourbon finished with new French oak and ex-Cabernet barrels, which is coming in at an 88 proof, mm-hmm. 44% ABV. Then there's a heresy rye. Heresy. A rye that's finished in new French oak, ex-bourbon, and ex-sherry barrels. Ooh. And we'll talk about how they do all that. Yes. That proof's going to be a little bit elevated to 105, 52.5 ABV. <laughs> Then there's a regular bourbon finished with new French oak, ex-bourbon, and the sherry coming in at a proof of 95. And then a cast-strength bourbon. Yeah. Same as the bourbon above, except only higher proof, which will come in at 116. So four different samples from an up-and-coming company that has won a lot of awards. Yep. At first for its vodka. Yes. And uh, Seth, who is the owner and operator, has uh, he's built himself a nice little company, Scott. Tell the people about him a little bit. What do you got to say? Yeah, I uh, cobbled together from their website and uh, various um, things that they sent us. They did contact us. Yeah. You know, email back and forth with their marketing manager. They're, they're an interesting company. Yeah. So in 2012, after experiencing the magic of fruit-infused spirits while on vacation, Seth Benheim decided two things. One, that the world was in desperate need of an infused spirit that offered a natural and simple process that anyone could understand. And two, that he should be the one to create it. One year and a few hundred samples of natural infused vodka later, Seth, working out of his garage, launched Infused Spirits. Made with 100% real fruit and spices, each single bottle infusion follows a clean, simple recipe and is always handmade to ensure the highest possible quality. 
For their vodkas and bitters, they leave each natural ingredient in the bottle so you can actually see what's inside. In fact, they're the only infusion company that sticks to the philosophy of using real, natural ingredients with no added sugars, dyes, or artificial flavors. For their whiskeys, they did something a little different. After partnering with a distillery in Owensboro, Kentucky, and holding firm to the off-debated notion that 80% of a whiskey's final flavor comes from a barrel, they decided that instead of finishing their whiskeys in barrels, they'd put barrels in their whiskeys. What, Scott? How does that work? (laughs) Or more precisely, infusing their spirits with the staves of other broken barrels, hence the name Broken Barrel Whiskey. Fascinating. And so, because of their unique process and commitment to quality, just three months after launching, Seth became the youngest brand owner to ever win Best in Show and Double Gold at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition at just 25 years of age. For his vodka, right? Uh, yeah, for the vodka. With the company earning several additional awards, including their whiskeys, in the eight years since. And today, Infused Spirits continues to work tirelessly and passionately to ensure that every bottle, whether it's vodka, bitters, or whiskey, is balanced, smooth, and bursting with flavor. Right, so each of the whiskeys has a mash bill and an oak bill, which basically talks about uh, what barrels that they have that have contributed to the flavor. Yeah, it's a really cool concept. So the first one that we're going to sample yes. is their California oak. Right. Enamored with Kentucky, but loyal to his home state of California, the founder Seth combined his two favorite states into one award-winning bottle. Distilled in Owensboro, Kentucky, the straight bourbon whiskey is finished with staves of ex-Cabernet barrels Mm. and new French oak. The charred virgin oak provides a common character found in wine while also rounding out the sweet dark fruit flavors bleeding from the freshly dumped wine barrels. Producing a marshmallow forward cherry centered and oak heavy finish that nonetheless remains balanced and approachable. As Seth says, California oak was created as a bourbon that could seamlessly bring the wine drinker into the world of whiskey. So (laughs) it's funny. We're doing a whiskey finished in wine episode in a few weeks. Um, It'd be great to get, you know, a larger, well, we're going to taste it first. Maybe it wouldn't be great, but I'm assuming it would be (laughs) great to get, you know, a bottle of this to use then. Right. This would have been kind of like with it, but we did, this came up out of the blue and they just sent us samples. Right. Mashville 70% corn is 20% rye and 9% malted barley, which is pretty standard. And it's a good bourbon mash bill for me. Yeah. The oak bill, which they provide, which is really cool. 80% central coast Cabernet wine barrels mm-hmm. and a 20% French oak. Yeah. And then it's two years. Yeah. Cause they call it a Kentucky straight bourbon on their label. And it needs to be at least two years. To you do that. can get it for about thirty-one from Caskers. Mm-hmm. All Let's right, see, so we got it. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely getting wine smells. That's absolutely true. I'm getting <laughs> corn, of course, because it's really a, a nice high corn mash bill. I'm getting some oak. I'm getting some California. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like liberal politics <laughs> and and drought. It smells like blue state. It, it smells, smells like, like mu- fire. It smells like fire. I teach you to burn. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire. I teach you to burn. All right, so yeah, what are we getting on the nose? Let's let's be serious for once. (laughs) For once in your life, be serious. Mm. I mean, I definitely get corn. I get very traditional bourbon notes. Um, of oak and corn and vanilla. You're not getting any like wine influence. Any I, red? I, I'm getting a I'm getting a dark fruits. I'm definitely getting a cab. Sense yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Right. I see what you're saying. I'm smelling the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Is anybody else getting a cinnamon? Mm. 
Yes, they have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, actually. On the nose, they have bright red fruit, sweet corn, and bubble gum. <laughs> bubble gum. I, 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 I get an overall sweetness, but I, I wouldn't have categorized it as bubble gum. No, the, but, bright, the bright red fruit and the sweet corn, absolutely. Bubble gum is, yeah. I mean, what kind of bubble gum? Like regular bubble gum. I mean, I'm assuming. Um, mm. Did you taste it? I did just taste it. Okay. Wow. I'm going to say for 88 proof, it's really dense. And, yeah. and and very deep flavored. This is better than I expected. I thought I might like this one the least, and I have to tell you, I like it a lot. It's very good. You're right, Ed. It, it has a thick mouthfeel, and you can actually see it clinging to the glass where uh, I don't right. know if other 88 right. proofs would do the same thing. What do they call that again? We have Legs? Legs, Legs right. yeah. Legs. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I can get this for $31 from Caskers. Are you kidding me? This is really, really nice. What uh, do you think, Siobhan? I think it has a sophisticated density. Exactly. Yeah, this is really good. 88 proof. I taste the peanuts. Peanut, peanut brittle, peanut um, peanut butter. Oh, I got something. Where you hear the tasting notes. Okay. So it's toasted almond is what they say you should taste. You said peanuts. It's okay. right. That's right in the wheelhouse. Right. Cherries, which I can't believe you didn't say. Oh, my God. Cherries, You're one yes. chance to legitimize shelf. God damn it. Cherries then, is absolutely and a there. a faint cinnamon on the finish. Oh, cinnamon. There you go. Siobhan, look mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. You had it on the nose, but, you know, same thing. You usually taste nose palate. Everything's coming up roses with this palette over it's here, such guys. a great finish, too. I completely agree. A medium to long finish, which I agree. Yep, yep. With some alcohol burn and then an oak chaser. And I think that's pretty fair. The finish is quite good. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh. Mm-mm. I am... No, I'm no. really ex- excited about this because I did not expect You're it to gonna be You're going to forget good. it again then. No, no, I, I did remember. So, <laughs> oh, jeez. So I was being really careful about how much I drank because they sent us samples. They were very generous. They right. sent us four yeah. of their samples and they sent 120 milliliters of each one. Right. And we have three people doing so we only have 40 milliliters each. So I wasn't really tasting the oak on the finish. But when you take a little bit more to actually take a sip instead of just like a little parsimonious little thing on your tongue, yeah. you can taste that oak Parsimonious. Chaser. Parsimonious. Mm. No, but it's very good. This is uh, For 88 proof, it's very complex. And extremely, like you said, surprising. Um, I wish we did have a full bottle of this for two weeks from I now mean, when the ladies are it. on. Maybe we can order it by then. Maybe we, have, we can. We two weeks to get it in. Maybe we can. I'll call, let's call Seth and see if he can ship us uh, one. Yeah, I mean, it's not finished in wine barrels, but it's got wine barrels in it. Yeah, so I it's sort of the that. same. Yeah. yeah, so we'll call Seth and see if he can ship us one. <laughs> Uh, hey Seth. Hey Seth. Oh. Hey Seth. Hey Seth. Could you bourbon. Hey Seth. Hey Seth. He's like, oh my god, you guys are so dumb. I'm <laughs> I'm sad I ever know you. <laughs> Why did we send these idiots? He's like, stop talking about our whiskey right now. <laughs> we won't because it's good. So let's continue. All right. Um, I I'm really enjoying this. Uh, yeah. Wow. Impressive. Listen, this is only two years. This is a two-year-old bourbon. It is 88 proof. It's very and they, and they they put it in a vat, and they put broken barrels in it. Yeah, I mean, if, if this was somehow four years, like it, it might be exceptional. It's very good. I put it on the VG, very good spectrum. Mm. Oh, I thought he was going to say There's vagina. a little bit of a m- immaturity on the finish, just a smidge, but I have to tell you right now, it's a damn good whiskey. <laughs> he just walked right off. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you missed it. The VG, the vagina. <laughs> I thought you were going to say vagina. He puts it right up there with vagina. <laughs> I put this right up there with vagina. My What's own. above that? I don't know. 
I feel like I've set myself up in a corner. <laughs> you do. No, but it's really good. California Oak, it's online. You can get it. Right. $31 from Cancerous. Yeah. Buy it up. All right. So let's go into the second one. With the Heresy Rye? Heresy Rye. Okay. So it's 105 proof. It is finished up with French oak, ex-bourbon, and ex-sherry. And so you have three different barrels broken up and thrown into it. And so before we taste it, Siobhan, tell us the particulars, if you will. Sourced from the same distillery as our bourbon, this is a rye whiskey, unlike any you've ever tasted. Charred French oak gives a woody body to the spirit, while ex-bourbon and ex-sherry staves join forces to create a fiery, yet balanced, smooth, but uncommon taste and character. Your body makes me woody, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in love with the shape of you. Call it sacrilegious, call it untraditional, but call it heresy. We won't be offended. But trust us, once you taste it, you may begin to question tradition yourself. Mm. Maybe question ourselves. Mm. Question our place in the universe. And question your sexuality. <laughs> wow! Mash bill is 95% rye and 5% malted barley. Familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the oak bill, 40% French oak staves. 40% ex-bourbon staves, 20% sherry staves, okay. and the proof is 105. Mm. All right, so this is a little bit more of a kick than the other one, and by a little bit more, I mean a lot more, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like 23% more proof. <laughs> Everyone who's in the whiskey world knows the 95.5 rye model screams MGP. It does, so, but apparently that's not where they get it. They get it from this Owensboro, uh, Kentucky place. Right, so it's interesting that there's a place in Kentucky that has mimicked the match bill that is the yeah. most famous popular rye in the sourcing maybe world right they're now. sourcing from mgp wow that would be like really fucking crazy i mean mm. I, I guess mgp doesn't own the 95.5 mash bill no. but but it's like it's a natural conclusion to draw that they're making this there not in india it's okay so on their website it says this rye whiskey is distilled in owensboro kentucky that's it that's and that it's definitely not mgp's 95.5 definitely not um any other stats yes all right so it is aged for less than a year. It's less than wow. one no, year. No, 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 at least one year. That's what that means. Well, it doesn't say that. It says less than one year. You're right. It does. <laughs> You're right, Javon. He has the. Uh, I, I, I reversed. He the, has the uh, symbol facing the wrong. Here, look, I, I fixed it on my computer. <laughs> All right, come on, let's do a right. better job. Everybody um, do better. The uh, price, Caskers, is $34.99. Okay. And it has received awards. Mm. Uh, gold in rye whiskey category at the 2019 San Francisco Whiskey... Spirits Competition. Yes. San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Oh. I'm sorry. Right. The Siobhan say um, San Francisco World Spirits Competition. San Francisco World Spirit Competition. And I'll also say at least one year. At least one year. Okay. And then say Ed is sexy. Wait, let me say it again. At least one year. Okay. And then say Ed is sexy. <laughs> Ed is sexy. Yeah. Oh, false. And it, and it will be looping. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm Just send that loop to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on the nose, let's see what we get. Hmm. Wow. I, very alcohol forward on my nose. It's actually burning it my nose a bit. This is the most interesting smelling rye. I, I, I don't think I've ever smelled a rye that smells just like this. It smells like, and I don't really mean this in a bad way because it's actually quite pleasant. It smells like wet wood, like like a green wood smell. I, I get that. It's very, it's very woody. 
Yeah, that, it's very wood forward, no doubt. More, more even way more wood forward than the uh, California oak. Yeah. Um, Siobhan, give us the, uh, the the nose we should be getting. So it's caramel, vanilla, right. dark cherry, baked apple. Oh, there, right. and cinnamon with musty rice spice and cinnamon red hots. <laughs> musty. Oh, so, okay. On the nose, I should get red hots. Okay, hold on. I like red hots. Hold on. I mean, the musty kind of wood smell is yeah, kind of what I'm getting. I don't get before. the cinnamon red hots at all. I get the baked apple. I, I yeah, definitely I get, apple get the baked apple. I get apple a lot. Yeah. I actually get a little bit of anise. All right, let's let's taste it. Really interesting smell. Like I said, it's you like nothing. It's, it's the combination of all of that. Yeah. That's all the combinations of those. It's hard to separate all that. Yes. There's a lot on the nose. Absolutely. That's why I think it's so, I think it's convoluted. I'm actually getting some licorice. Yeah, on the taste. Absolutely. Black licorice. Anise all the yeah, way. Yeah, all the way. Wow, peppery, stronger than I expected. Though at one of five, I shouldn't have been surprised. Complex. Whoa, you know what? This reminds me a little bit of the um, the Larceny Barrel Proof, where it had that really tingly clove anise yeah. spice on your tongue, and it kind of dances yeah. on your tongue. That's kind of what this does. People say baking spices all the time. I completely get baking spices right mm, now. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. It's really strong for me. It's got tremendous clove, nutmeg-like flavor. Not cinnamon so much mm, as... Mm. Uh, I try well, Maybe cinnamon. <laughs> I mean, there's a fruitiness there, too. I'm trying to figure out what the yeah, fruit I is. I mean, dark fruits, cherry. This is so... Like, just like the smell was. Yeah. The taste is so different than any rye that I've give ever me, had. Give us the uh, tasty notes, Stay please. Are you ready? Please. Surprisingly oily and chewy mm. with caramelized apple skins. <laughs> wow. Orange and spicy grain. Okay. So you ready for the finish? Yep. Sure. Cinnamon and Not. fucking red Twizzlers. Oh! No, no, no. It doesn't pew, say pew, that. Pew. It doesn't say that. I'll Siobhan be. has been waiting <laughs> for two and a half years for a tasting note to have red Twizzlers. I can't argue with it. There is definitely a sweetness at the end. That I, not having a red Twizzler to compare it to, I can't say what it is. Oh, I bet Siobhan has red Twizzlers in her apartment. I do. <laughs> Siobhan, pause, pause it. But we're going to pause it and get some red Twizzlers. All right, so we're all back. We all cleansed our palate with some red Twizzlers uh-huh. from Siobhan's apartment. Visited yep. her lovely cat, Carly, and her <laughs> bitch cat, Madison. A little bit standoffish. A bit standoffish. A bitch standoffish. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're sweet cats. No, no, no. Oh, I mean, they are, but definitely, right, not, but, definitely but not playful. Madison was not having any of our No. <laughs> she so, wanted nothing to do with your shenanigans. Nothing. I literally just swallowed Twizzler. So let, right. So uh, let's see if we can if that enhances the rye that is supposedly have red Twizzler on the finish. Hmm. It's a really good rye for what it is. Only a year old, which is unbelievable to me. The complexity of this whiskey. And, I mean, yeah, for thirty five dollars too. I mean, think of all the ryes that I get in my life. So whether it's Pikesville or it's Willet or it's Bullet. Uh, we just got a couple bottles of Whistle Pig cast strength Ooh, tenure. We did. 119 proof. We did. Probably do a quick taste on that. This, we will. And this is every bit as spectacular as any of them. It's a great whiskey. And the red licorice that they said that they tasted on the finish of this, because we ate it and then we drank some more. If it was incompatible in any way, we'd have tasted that. Right. It yeah. was really smooth. You drank that right after the Twizzlers and it was just like same taste. 
It's delicious. I think it's the combination of the oily, too. Mm-hmm. As you know, Twizzlers are a little... Yeah. They have that waxy. To, yeah, the you know. waxy feel to them. Right. You know, it's nice that Seth and Infused Spirits has reached out to us, and, and they give us samples, and we try them. But we weren't really sure what we're going to get. You know, I'll be honest. We have talks. We're like, mm, what if we don't like it? How do we handle it? You know? Wait, right. You don't know. And don't these know. are really young whiskeys. Yeah, we thought about yeah. that. We did our research. Like, mm, you know, like, what if we don't like them? But honestly, the first two that we've tried, the California Oak and the Heresy Rye, have been really good whiskeys, belying the fact that they're very immature. Yeah. So I have to take my hat off to Seth and the gang out there at Broken Barrel. These are very good whiskeys. I can't wait to try the two bourbons. Yeah, so for these two whiskeys, at least... Yeah. Their finishing process of putting broken barrels into a vat of the dumped barrels yeah. works. It makes it a lot more mature tasting. Yeah. It adds a much uh, deeper complexity to the finish. And so the California Oak and the Hearsay, to me, without a doubt, at the price of 31 and 35 is a buy and a buy. Yeah. What, what do you think, Siobhan? I love it. Yeah. I, I love them both. I think the second was a lot smoother. Okay. Interesting. I feel the opposite, but I'm impressed that you said that. You just have to counter whatever I say. See how this goes. <laughs> we will be married and divorced in Vegas. Right, right. Sure. We can get married on a porch in Vegas. Mm. Continue. So I liked it. And then, you know, I just actually just poured both of them together. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and she just made like a little two bottle infinity bottle. She did what I usually do. Yeah. And it's even better. That was, was it? Yeah. Oh, it was sh- great. Well, shit. I'm going to take a taste of each and then do exactly what you yeah, wanted. But you know, yeah. I want to get a cube. Yeah. So and my glasses are I'm gonna empty. Get a cube. So. All right. So then why don't we take a quick break to set everything up for the two bourbons and uh, we'll be right back. So we're back now. We have the bourbons in our glass. Yeah. So take us through the what we're about to drink. So for the bourbon, they say that we partnered with an incredible world-class Kentucky bourbon distillery to select the finest bourbon base for our products, aged a minimum of one year in new charred oak barrels. The bourbon is dumped in steel tanks, where each batch of broken barrel is hit with new French oak staves, ex-bourbon barrel staves, and a blend of ex-sherry cask staves. Rich, complex, layered, and beyond beautiful Broken Barrel Bourbon boldly goes where other whiskeys won't, and we wouldn't have it any other way. So this is a finished Kentucky bourbon. Its mash bill is 70% corn, 21% rye, 9% malted barley. Interesting. Same as the California oak. Its oak bill is 40% French oak, 40% ex-bourbon, 20% ex-sherry. The proof is 95, and its price is about $37. All right, so this is the same mash bill as the California oak, but the same oak bill as the rye. Correct. Interesting. Correct. Right. And that's, a, that's in our crystal glasses? That's in our Target crystal glasses. Yes. Right. <laughs> and Target is not a sponsor. But if Target, if you'd like to be a sponsor, please send a check for $10,000 to Whiskey Tangent Podcast. WhiskeyTangent at gmail.com. I immediately get a berry on the nose. Do you? Okay. Mm. Mm. That's fair. I definitely get some fruits. Oh, it's so interesting. This has another interesting nose. I mean, damn, Seth. 
You're making some serious whiskey out there. I'm getting some cinnamon. I'm smelling like the green wood again. Like if you take a sapling and you bend it, the green flesh underneath of it. Oh, for Christ's sake. Sorry, Seth, but Scott's being extra right now. (laughs) Even Seth is like, damn, Scott. No, but that's what it smells like to me. Okay, so on the nose, they say intense butterscotch. Do you guys smell butterscotch? I mean. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I can't say I don't smell butterscotch. But right. That's a, what I'm saying. Like it's, a, okay. So the rest of it, I smell. I smell like a burnt thing. Like there's like a burnt forward smell to me. But go ahead. Interesting. Okay. So the butterscotch I do not smell, but the rest of these I do. Followed by hay, lemon, green grapes with a hint of fennel and almonds. All right. I don't smell a lot of lemon, but I mean, fennel, I mean, wow. These are really kind of like fennel. off the yeah. track smells yeah, for me. Like, yeah. Does your whiskey smell like fennel? I don't know. Does it? I actually have fennel. What's wrong with you? I have I have a fennel bulb. So fennel, when you yeah. chop it up, has a very slight anise smell to wow. it. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, and maybe, taste. Well, why actually. do you have a fennel bulb in your anise? Is what I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fennel bulb out of your anise. All right. So let's taste it. Yeah. What's your tasting notes on this? I got penis. What? Wait. Say that again. Yes. I have some peanuts notes. Okay, and, um, thank you. So you heard what I heard. I did. Yeah, okay. I, I could definitely cut the tea off, everybody. Not, I don't. It doesn't have <laughs> penis notes. Sorry, Seth. It doesn't have penis notes. It definitely has peanuts. Got you. Like a, like a peanut. Peanuts. I'm getting a woody uh, kind of. <laughs> Come on, Javon. Give me a chance to recover from the penis comment before you go woody on me. I mean, like, I was just talking, like, just, that's what I taste, right? And, I know that's like, what you taste. As soon as I say it, I mean, it's just like everything turns into second grade. I know. You know? It's, it's, welcome to the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. <laughs> Peanuts. Yes. Mm. Wood. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the peanuts is so obvious to me. Uh, yeah, it's it, first it, thing I taste. It's immediate. It is sweet. Lightning struck within four miles. I'll keep an eye out. Okay. okay. Thank you. If it comes in the window and kills me, at least I'm drinking whiskey while I die. So I'll be uh, all right. We got thunderstorms in there. And then we'll have to figure out a way to jerk you off. Oh, wow. Right before you do that one last time. Just oh the one God, last time. That is so nice of Isn't you. Isn't that nice? Right? Wait, I'm As you're jerked. shuffling off the mortal coil, yeah. you will also I'm be like, coming <laughs> off the mortal coil. And plus, she'll get a little bit of a buzz from the residual electricity while she's doing it. Like, I <laughs> can <laughs> Right, because the lightning would right. strike you, oh, not touching her. Shit. Right. Like, for, like, just like for compassion. Right. Like, yeah, just like, like I'm sorry you, you have to do oh, this. Just, you need me to help. <laughs> and scene. Right. <laughs> and Seth is wondering what the fuck psychopaths like, he partnered with for this fucking episode. What have I done? <laughs> Seth, I'm sorry. We're crazy, but your whiskeys are amazing, and our fans are... All 12 of them will love it. The hundreds of fans <laughs> we have. All right. So on the palate, let's see if yeah. we taste the, these things. We've tasted for a while. We weren't beyond peanuts and sweetness and, and wood. woodiness. Yeah. yeah. Oak. So on the palate, they say caramel and oak. There you yeah. go. Followed by vanilla raspberries and honey. All interesting. Right. That's, that's interesting because there is a fruity sweetness here, but raspberries is not where I was going. <laughs> mm. I mean... I get a little bit of honey. I don't get raspberries at all. I, I really just tried right there. No, no. I went deep into the taste trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I can taste honey, it but is, not raspberries. This so. tastes more like the apples that you that they say that you get on the smell. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can uh, see that. Like, like a tart green right. apple. Yeah. Right. Mm. I mean, these are really good. This is a very sophisticated taste. Yeah. For, uh, for how young it is? I mean, I'm... Mm. 
seriously impressed with how Broken Barrel makes their whiskeys taste so complex and so young. It has to be your infusion of wood staves that makes this youthful and immature whiskey so complex. So the 95 proof bourbon is delicious, and I can't wait to slide over the cast strength because I have really high expectations for it. Seriously. um... Holy fuck. Wow. I mean, we are getting hit with thunder and lightning like you wouldn't believe out here. That was very close. We're, we're, like, we're way gu- too close. Are we on the Gulf Coast all of a sudden? Are we, on, are we in, like, Mississippi? Are I we know. in Biloxi? Wow. We were hearing the sparks of the lightning strikes in our headphones. Yeah, like, that's not good, right? <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I have mine off. So we're going to take a thunderstorm break. Yeah, why do you still have your headphones on? Yeah, we'll be back. Lightning break. Okay, so we're back, and the lightning has abated a bit, so now we are going to taste the cask strength version of the bourbon that we just had, which is... Same thing as the other one, but it's 116 proof. Wow. Once again, we feel very, very impressed with three previous spirits that we've tried. There's more on the nose here. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's less of the grassy hay kind of things before, and it's sweeter. I'm I'm getting a little bit more of the sherry finish, I think, Mm. from the sherry barrel. Yeah, I see that. I get a little green apple on the nose and um, some, some honey. I smell... Easter Sunday Easter egg coloring. Oh, oh like a like a vi- vinegar yes. kind of thing. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. I just get sweet. Wow. And I do get some sweet, yeah. Not even a caramel. Like I'm just get sugar. It's interesting. Scott, what do you get? Very nice nose. Thank uh, you. Oak. <laughs> Siobhan, you have a very nice nose. Thank you. Ed, yours is not bad. I'm a little butt of a button nose. Mm. So on the nose, you are supposed to taste <laughs> piercing notes of spicy ground cinnamon. Wow, piercing, oh. piercing, dried cherries and butterscotch. Again, I, I, I do, I do smell butterscotch on this. I, I have to say that's yeah. pretty clear for me. I agree, and I do smell the cherries too. Really, I, I don't smell the butterscotch, but like, um, like a fruity dried cherry, I guess. O- no. Oaky with resinous notes of aged lumber. I absolutely smell that. Sap and varnish. Uh, yeah, see, I'm getting all the savory undernotes. Uh, it says fairly dry on the nose, not much sweetness. Um, uh, let's taste it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> After all the lightning. Hands down, this is the best out of all of them. I mean, and I that is my opinion. Woo. I feel like they've... This uh, has a smokiness to it that I can certainly respect. Interesting. I mean, they're all good. They are all good, but there's he needs something to, he, about... He needs to make more and get it out there because I feel like the only thing limiting Broken Barrel is their own ability to distribute because this is great whiskey. This is terrific. This is better to me than the bourbon. It's got so much more different flavors coming at me. Wow. Yeah. Like sugar cookie on the finish and like a shortbread in a way. Delicious. It's spicy it is definitely very spicy, spicy yeah um dark cherries i uh, get the cherries scotch for sure all the way through we hear that a lot tonight i haven't tasted a lot but i definitely taste on the castro all of the baking spices i taste clove i taste cinnamon cardamom there's a little bit of citrus in there 
I mean, do you taste citrus where? It's in the mid palate, and it's almost an orange. Yes. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I honestly, I am mindfucked by the way that they put the wood into the mix. It is making flavors that I've never really experienced before, especially not a whiskey that is this immature. Yeah. Yeah. Listen listen to the palate here. I'm really impressed by it. Yeah. So the palate says silky body, robust tongue burn. Oh my God. It sounds like my match profile. (laughs) (laughs) Robust tongue burn, which hits immediately. Spicy with significant rye spice notes of clove, cinnamon, star anise, and maraschino cherry. Interesting. All right. The sweetness of the corn finally comes through with a fudgy kind of caramel and marshmallow thing. That's actually what yeah, the fudgy thing. thing. Yeah, that's actually what they say. I mean, the... yeah, I mean, I get that sweetness. I don't quite get the fudgy. Let me, yeah. let me, let's, I don't either. Let's try to taste the fudginess. It's on the finish or on the palate? Just the palate. Okay. Yeah. I'm no. sorry, I don't get that at no, all. I don't no, get no, that. and maybe marshmallow because I get sugar, and sugar and marshmallow are synonymous. Yeah, I mean, they're like, really a little different. Right, if them. you get a lot of sugar and a lot of vanilla, you're going right. to get some marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're really similar. On the finish, it says medium, long, and tannic. A reprise of the aroma notes: dry woods and spices. Evolves a bit of candy corn, honey, and corn syrup, and dry <sighs> cocoa powder before fading. Really? I mean, I so can, this is from Scotch yeah. Noob. I'm yeah. sorry, this is not their tasting notes. This oh, is Scotch okay. Noob. What's so, um, I don't know. We had it for everything else. No, no. Though, actually, those were not there. So the oh, okay. California Oak tasting notes were from Bourbon and Banter. All right. The rye ones were from Whiskey Wash, as was the bourbon. And the cast drink bourbon is from Scotch. Well, Oak. it's nice that he's having reviews from the major reviewers out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Oh, I didn't add water on it. We've added, I've added water. And it, it definitely opened up some of the flavors. It did. Cool. So now we're going to take a break, set up a Zoom call, and talk to Seth from Infused Spirits. Hello. Hey, Seth. How are you? I'm Ed. Um, How you doing, guys? Nope. Scott, your audio is not working. All right. let 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 me get this right. Hold on. I, but I hear you now. It's so unprofessional. We're embarrassing ourselves. About <laughs> Every single podcast. And I, I am the host of my own podcast, and I've done 50 different episodes, and it's always like this. Choose which app's going to... Okay. But I'm hearing you. So when can, can't you hear me? When I can't. Right now, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, Seth, can you hear me? I hear you both perfectly. You guys are both coming through to me. Outstanding. So where are you at right now? What hotel were you in? I'm in Las Vegas. Oh, uh, Vegas. Oh, awesome. It's rough life. <laughs> yeah, we're just um, staying right by uh, where I'm having dinner at the sushi spot, so at the Rio. All right. So give us a little bit of a bio background on you. I know in, it was like, what, 2012 when you started Infuse Spirits. Is that correct? Correct. I was uh, 24 at the time, and I set up shop in my grandmother's garage and just went to town on some vodkas with fruit in them and got excited about that, got excited about the industry, and went on to launch uh, Bitters and Whiskey 2017. And uh, the Broken Barrel story kind of began somewhere in the middle of all that, and now we're making uh, quite a bit of whiskey, and, and it's growing quite a bit. So you hadn't originally intended to do whiskey, and that just came about? because you were distilling uh two answers to that i got in the industry uh to make our infused spirits vodka because it was a very unique concept and i was learning 
how to do anything in the spirit. I was 24. I didn't know anything. I was learning from a Scotch whiskey expert and importer who was the owner of Alexander Murray single malt Scotch whiskey. So I was drinking 20, 30, 40 year old scotches when I was 24, sometimes twice my age. And I wow. fell in love with whiskey then and it never left me. So I was drinking a lot of whiskey in my personal time, but pursuing the concept of the vodka that my scotch friend had invested in. So it just felt really great to bring him a whiskey several years later and say, look, now we've got a whiskey brand together. Who'd have thought? Let me ask you a question. What was it like to win awards at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition when you were 25 years old? I mean, that had to be validating. Yeah, there was a whirlwind of awards that kind of came about 2013 to 2015. And it was crazy kind of take this concept of fruit in a bottle of vodka and then to take it to market, see people purchasing it. But then the validation of the awards, the best in show, double gold, youngest person at the time to ever win the award as a brand owner. We were three months in business, so maybe youngest company. And that was followed up by New York World Spirits, double gold best in shows. And you know, for those listening, you pay to enter. It's like $500 a bottle plus two sample bottles. So $630 per brand. So if you want to enter four brands, you're well over 2,400 bucks. It's expensive to even participate. So once we had won over 75 awards, I'm kind of like, all right, let's stop spending all of our money doing this because we're making do some marketing or something with that money, right? <laughs> right. Well, when the awards start to feel stale, we'll come back and we'll, we'll do more award shows. <laughs> so the vodkas, you infused the fruit right in the vodka. And then so when you started doing whiskey, was it the natural extension to take that infusion idea to the whiskey and use the barrel staves. We took the idea and we were deciding, you know, are we going to put wood in the bottle? Now that product does exist. You know, the, the idea that we shied away from came out. It's called Oak and Eden. Um, I've not tried the product, so I can't speak on it, um, but they do a little oak spiral. And they actually weren't the first. There was a brand out of Chicago or out of Illinois that had done that with a clear white whiskey and an infusion spiral attached to the neck of the bottle. And you got to do it yourself. Oh. So this, you can kind of see like these evolutions of these like ideas kind of playing out. But I never wanted to put oak and splinters and wood chips and stuff in the bottle because that's not a whiskey I would want to drink. You know, I don't mind a little bit of fruit particles and stuff in my vodka because I drink orange juice with pulp. I mean, it's no different. So with the whiskey, I was like, you know, I like a clean whiskey. I don't want sediment and oak sawdust stuff coming out in my whiskey um, if I can avoid it. You know, sometimes you get a good cast string from the barrel, unfiltered. I don't mind those, but wood stave is inevitable. You're going to get wood particles. So I went a little bigger and we put the staves in the tank. So we dumped the barrels in the tanks or totes or whatever size batch we're doing. We use thousand liter totes for single barrels. And then we use for our batches, that's our rye, small batch bourbon, and our California oak broken barrel bourbon. Those three products, we do those in big tanks. So lots of barrels dumped, lots of barrels broken, lots of staves added. Okay, so that's what, that was my question. You don't put anything in the barrel. No, you, you get the classification of bourbon or rye, right. straight bourbons and straight ryes, a minimum of two years. The oldest whiskey we have access to is four years, which is uh, just about the oldest that Green River Distilling in Owensboro, Kentucky has. Okay. And, but we found through hundreds of taste tests and in-store tastings, online surveys, award shows that we talked about, the effect of putting an entire stave 
And people like Colorado 291 or Maker's Mark can attest to this. Big recognized brands, stave finishing is not the same as barrel finishing. It's a quicker process. And you actually run the risk of over-oaking if you're not making considerations on the temperature. Because what I've learned over the last nine years in infusing uh, fruits into vodkas is think about a tea bag, cold water, hot water. One color comes right out and the other takes a little bit longer to make that happen. So this process, we call it our oak bill to complement our mash bill because we do use combinations of oak. Um, every bottle has a little table on there and it actually shows you the oak bill and the mash bill. Uh, oh, you've got that. Yeah, you got the sample. Yeah, and Mike sent us the samples. Yeah, exactly. Um, I noticed a lot of your bottles say at least one year. One said two years, which was your 88 proof. Mm-hmm. Talk about why that one got to be two years and the other ones were at least one. They could be older, but they're at least one. Yes. One to three on the small batch cast strength and rye. Okay. Two to four on the California Oak, which came out a year after the other product. So main ones were the small batch, the rye, and then cast strength bourbon. Those all came out between 2017 and 2019. And then in March of 2020, pre-pandemic, we went to market with the California Oak. And then two weeks later, the world shut down. So it was a challenge, you know, with launching a product in the face of a pandemic was a big unknown factor for us. But anything we created after 2020, any new products, we were going to utilize those two to four year old barrels. Um, so as the newest product to the lineup, it was registered from day one as a straight bourbon. We have now got a brand new entire lineup of labels, bottles, custom everything from head to toe on the bottle. Uh, those launch in August in select markets. Uh, they'll be online on flaviar.com, uh, who's a big partner for us. We're actually going to be even doing some exclusive products with them, um, including an American whiskey and a couple special projects that I'm working on that I'm very excited about. We're going to do our own rock and rye, which is a blend of corn and rye whiskeys at 100 proof, but we're putting a, a Seth twist on it. My dad's from Marrakesh, so we're going to do a Maroc and rye, which is the French spelling of Morocco, Maroc. When you say it quickly, Moroccan rye, it just sounds like Moroccan rye. And uh, we did that with our Isle of Pete whiskey, which was Isle of Pete. When you say it fast, sounds like I love Pete. So we do at least a few little word games. But uh, so what's that? Wait, who's uh, there? Because Mike is with you. I got two guys over here sipping on some other whiskeys. Hey, hey. <laughs> we, great, big, we got a whiskey tasting going on uh, in the side awesome. here. Actually, so I'm, I'm sitting here with Siobhan, our, our event and marketing manager. <laughs> who she does a little bit of everything for us. So she's sitting in. So you do uh, source your whiskey. So you mentioned one company in Kentucky. Yes, we work closely hand in hand with Green River Distilling. Okay. We, we've been partners with them since 2017. So we are their, cool. one of their original clients, one of the first few. And we, we actually were buying whiskey from them and shipping it to our vodka processing uh, facility and bottling facility where we did all the you know cutting and prepping and peeling of all the fruits. And those two guys over there in the room, Mike and Andrew, who are our operations and marketing manager, three of us have been coming out here to Las Vegas, which is where we make the vodka. That's why we're here today, kind of religiously making whiskey here ourselves. 
uh, with the barrels that we received from Green River. I have all the samples, by the way. I might just drink them all before Scott gets to them. Just, you know, you might have to, Mike, Mike might have to send more. <laughs> I'm so tempted right now to tear these open. You don't even know I'm being so well behaved. There's four of one. I can drink one and we can talk about three. <laughs> you got 100 plus milliliters, so you can do a little now and a little. Yeah, 120. I figure I could take 20 off of all of them and nobody would notice. Nobody would notice. Nobody would notice. So to follow up on the sourcing of the whiskey, you also source the barrels. Where do you get all these barrels from? Oh, yeah, good point. So, so Green River uses Independence Dave for their new American oak, which ages the whiskey first, uh, traditional Kentucky bourbon. But then we step in and we start taking sledgehammers and shattering barrels and, and then we dump those staves in and again you know just about staves at the back the front all the attributes of the barrel are in contact so real quick i want to ask you about your um i guess it's a special release your japanese mizuna oak mizunara so we did a very weird thing we launched three different products because a lot of you guys you know, listeners if you go online you look us up you may see a bottle called infused spirits whiskey and then it'll say below broken barrel bourbon we moved that up, got rid of the infused spirits, and that was phase one. And phase two is a whole new bottle. And as sort of a coming out party for the name Broken Barrel, we did three specialty bottlings. We did the cask of Amontillado, which was Spanish sherry finish. With the Edgar Allan Poe reference there. Yeah, the Edgar Allan Poe reference. Yeah. And there's beautiful artwork. My One of my best friends in the world is an artist. He did the work for the cask of Amontillado. My amazing wife did the reconfiguration of uh, royalty-free Japanese woodblock print artwork. She did the Mizunara. And then I found an artist I liked online as well who drew some amazing artwork for the Isle of Peat, which was a peated scotch barrel finished blend. And each one of the blends is different. The ages range from one-year-old to 12-year-old. It's all over the map. There's wheat whiskey in there. There's corn whiskey. There's bourbon, there's light whiskey, um, there's single malt whiskey in there. It, all three of those whiskeys are pretty radical. I recommend checking them out. But the Mizunara was probably the most well-received. It's our highest awarded spirit ever at 95 points wow. um, from USA Spirits Ratings. And we got a double gold from San Francisco on the Isle of Pete. So That's really great. Tell, tell Mike you forgot to put that in the box. <laughs> <laughs> We forgot to put that in the box. Uh, we only had three shippers at a time. I think I heard him say he'll get it out next week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll hold him to that. And for those of you listening that live in Las Vegas, I did see some Amontillado and Isle of Pete at uh, Lee's Liquors. No Mizunara. There is no Mizunara left in this country. It is gone. Are you guys in Jersey? Do you know? We are in Jersey. Yep. Okay. Really, that's exciting. Hunterton Distributing, uh, part of the Sheehan family group of distributors. We love those guys. Okay, they're, yeah. They're beer wholesalers, and they're awesome. Real quick, yeah. before we let you go, I want to. I really want to thank you for coming on. And, and you know, for anyone who, who wants to try a good whiskey company that cares about what they're doing and is being creative, Broken Barrel Whiskey Company with Seth and the gang are doing some really exciting things. You said you do gin as well or no, you don't do gins? no vodka, vodka whiskey and bitters that's it vodka well that's enough 
that's enough. <laughs> you know? Products, yeah, we got a lot of products, and, and we got more coming out. We're all working uh, out of California. We have a bar, we have a barrel room with about thirty barrels in it now, and we've got a distilling license, a twenty-six gallon pot still, and uh, sorry, column still. Oh, cool! And uh, this next half of this year, twenty twenty-one, the back half is going to be a renaissance for Broken Barrel. Truly, I mean, barrel picks. We're going to have a special release on tastersclub.com. A lot of stuff, like I said, on Flaviar and caskers.com. Um, we'll have our own stuff on our own website available. We're going to have some special releases coming out all over California. We're doing a collaboration with Modern Times Brewery, big house out of San Diego. Crazy. Awesome. So are your bidders around the country too? Or are they available online? Those are on Amazon. Those are oh, on- exciting. Cool. See, that's good. We didn't know that. So I can get them online. That's at Amazon. We have on our website cocktails, mocktails, baking, and cooking recipes. We cover the gamut. And we think all bitters should be really thought of quite dynamically. Scott and I are both divorced. We have a nice supply of bitters with us at all times, but we're always looking to expand on that. (laughs) (laughs) All our whiskey tastes naturally better to a point. (laughs) Divorce recipes will be the fifth guy. Yeah, yeah, the divorce bitters. Well, listen, if we ever make it out to LA, we'll definitely look you up. And if you're around Philly or New York or somewhere, let us know. You know, we'll get together. Yeah, absolutely, guys. All right, enjoy Vegas tonight, everybody. I'm sure you guys are going to go to bed early. Yep, six (laughs) o'clock. Lights out. Lights out. Early, early day tomorrow <laughs> all right guys seth thanks so much for coming on once again it's broken brow whiskey company uh seth and the crew are going to go hit vegas yep. scott and i are going to go to go to bed and go to work tomorrow so rock on everybody cheers thanks right. later take care thanks again thank you all right so that's it that yeah. was great. Yeah. Final thoughts. These were four whiskeys. We hope to get one or two that we enjoyed. We got four that we enjoyed. Yeah. I, I'm blown away by it and very, very impressed. I would surprised. buy all of these again. I, I really would. would. Totally would. Yeah. yeah. But for I, different reasons, right? Yes. The 88 right. proof California oak, I would absolutely buy for someone that I was trying to get whiskey into, especially if they were into wine. Right. That absolutely. Yeah. The, the heresy rye, I'd be like... You like rise? This is one of the most unique rise that I've ever had. And 105 proof, it holds up. You can do a lot with it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then the bourbons. I mean, if you like bourbon, you're absolutely going to love the lower expression. And if you like higher stuff, like me and Jeff, <laughs> right. you're going to love the higher expression. It's very good. It goes down smooth with water, without, with ice, without. It's, it's great. This was a pleasant surprise, this episode. We had the chance to really taste whiskey from an innovative company that is up and coming. I anticipate five years from now that Broken Barrel Whiskey Company will be a household name in the whiskey industry. Just the way that Barrel Spirits came on and some of the newer companies have made an impression. There are so many different types of barrels that they could use in this infusion process that they've developed. Uh, They could get barrels from anywhere. They could sherry or cognac or port. Unicorn tears. Unicorn tears. Siobhan's (laughs) virgins that she milked from her closet. I mean, there's so many. What? Episode 42. Yeah. So, so, for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Siobhan. I'm Scott. Thanks so much for tuning in, and thanks to Broken Barrel Whiskey Company. And if you're interested in trying new whiskeys, seek them out, find them, drink them, love them. Cheers, everybody. Bye. Later.
If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to check out our next episode, which is way better than this one. Oh, yeah. Also, follow and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash whiskey tangent. And follow us on Twitter at whiskey tangent. You can follow me personally at that whiskey guy. And follow Scott at Giant Cup of Awesome, spelled A-W-S-U-M, just to be annoying. Hey! You can email us any questions, comments, or love at whiskeytangent at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us always at our podcast website, whiskeytangent.podbean.com.